0: Welcome to another episode of Breaking into Cybersecurity Leadership, where we talk to leaders in the cybersecurity field about how they got there and how they can develop the next generation of leaders. Today, we have Gills, who will be talking about his experience in a very interesting field and how he became a cyber leader. Gilles, do you want to give a little bit of an intro about yourself? Yeah, sure. I currently run the information security function for the Premier
1: League. Prior to that, I was a contractor and moved around through a fair range of clients. And prior to that, I was in fact an army officer, British Army. So I have some fairly strong views about leadership. Going from military to civilian life has made me learn a lot very quickly, in
0: fact. Let's touch on that. What do you see are the differences between leadership in the military and in civilian life? And what did you have to do to adjust to that? I I think when I was in the army, I imagined I knew a lot about soft skills.
1: And actually, I very much did not. It is You're given a lot of formulas and a lot of fixed ways to deal with things in the military. And actually, I found getting out and working with civilians was scary in that the possibility of being able to do anything. There's no limit, there's no defined rules as such. So when you're put in leadership situations, you're suddenly thrown into actually using some real soft skills, which yeah, it was a bit of a surprise to me.
0: Yeah. And so you transitioned out of the military. I'm guessing you started as an individual contributor. What, why did you decide to become a leader again? I mean, that's just an interesting one. I think my wife would say, because I was
1: convinced that I could do it better. I think that's, I'm potentially not quite that egotistical. It was, I've always had a drive to, to try and go forwards. What, however you want to define that. So if you're not improving and progressing, I feel like you're going backwards. I don't feel like still is still an option. So as I've retrained requalified and gain the experience that I need. I've always wanted to progress, run my own team, and take have a little bit more say in the day-to-day running of how my
0: life works, I think. So potentially I am a control freak. So you mentioned retrained, requalified. What what do you think are some of those critical skills for a cybersecurity leader to have? So what I've been
1: constantly surprised by is the technical side matters much less than I thought it would. I say that I spent 18 months studying for my CIS. It's not that I have to pull those skills out of the bag day to day. Actually, it's the ability to sit down and problem solve, and analyze things, and then deal with people outside of information security. I very rarely have meetings where I'm going to sit down with a bunch of other information security specialists and just talk information security stuff. It's working with legal, the people team, finance, whoever's involved, and explaining what seem like simple concepts to you in plain English to other people who have other specialisms, essentially.
0: Part of that sounds like there's a lot of communication that needs to occur. How important of a skill is that? And how do you rate yourself from one to five on that? Uh, So it's absolutely critical, yeah, without a doubt
1: small team communication, wider communication outside your team, letting people know what's going on. I sound that I'm very comfortable being uncomfortable and that's why security fits for me. But I have to remember that other people are not. And security makes people deeply uncomfortable. The idea of an incident or something happening. So communication, just letting them know even if nothing's happened, that's a good day in the office for most people. And it's okay to just say, so we've had nothing to do today and that's gone really well, thanks. But I'd probably put myself, yeah, I'll sit on the fence and go a solid three out of five. So I'm fine until I get really laser focused on something and then I'll disappear down a rabbit hole. And so my boss is very good at saying, you are doing that thing. Yeah. Well, of course I'm doing things. Like we should do with an update. Yeah, that I think that's definitely a thing coming out of the military. I was taught to never say anything unless I had something to tell people. As opposed to civilian life is much more collaborative. You, you just let people know what you're doing, what's going on. How's it
0: all going? Whereas I would just would never do that out of habit, I think. But you mentioned collaboration. That's one of the other areas I like to dive down into. How do you rate yourself on collaboration on one to five? And why is it such a critical skill? I would get maybe a two. but collaboration is still something I'm
1: definitely working on. I, I love working with other people. Is, Why is it such an important skill? So no one person ever has the answer to any problem that life to across security. When you want to, if you're taking that risk-led approach and you're trying to mitigate a risk, quite often you don't own all the levers that can be pulled to mitigate that risk. And you need to do that with, with, in collaboration with people across IT, outsiders outside of my it may be that you can, you know, if you're transferring risk and you're going cyber insurance, then you're definitely having a chat with finance about it. So it's, yeah, there's our world. Of, and the nice thing about taking that collaborative approach is that someone looks at it from a completely different point of view to you. I spend a lot of time working with our office services manager who's been there, done that in large buildings. So when we're talking about physical security. He has a wealth of experience and just views things in a very different way. I think when you're in security, you tend to focus very much on the problem is the security risk and you can forget about user experience. People just want you to come to work and get on with their lives. And it is good to have just common
0: sense voice when you're thinking these things through. One of the things that you mentioned earlier was that there's no one person that can answer everything. So with with that. How do you delegate? How strong are you in delegation in regards to one to five? And why is that Uh, such an important skill? I'm pretty good
1: as a delegator. I'll give myself a four. It's a common saying from British military is delegate until it hurts and then delegate some more. And it's about being, again, it's about being comfortable with the discomfort of it. Um, I really believe heavily in delegating the whole task and the responsibility and you remain accountable for it. Or whichever way around you like to cut responsible and accountable but the i think the thing is with that delegation you've got to give people enough rope to hang themselves and keep checking in let people go away and when i say delegate the whole task it might not be done in the way you would have liked it but if you give people the end state they need to achieve and any parameters and it helps you think through your communication style as well where You may well think that things are implied, but you need to make sure you're explicit about certain things. And it's delegation also is, it's really important in developing your team. If you don't, if you hang on to every bit of control, no one else learns. You never see people come on, develop someone who's going to be that second in command, that chief of staff. That's going to take a lot of weight off your back and help you out. Yeah. So it's a quick way to, to lead the burnout, I think is a lack of delegation.
0: Well, you mentioned that you often have to work with different lines at a business. How important would you consider influence as a skill for cyber leaders? I'd probably put that one top of the list. Out of everything we've discussed,
1: they're all key skills, but your ability to influence across the business. Uh, and in, in my role, we'll regularly deal with other businesses, but I need to be able to influence how they go about doing their information security. And I've got no whip to crack on that. It's all, this is a good idea. Make people see the benefit and try and carry them along with you. And that's, you know, I think information security is a particularly cynical industry. People are constantly dealing with vendors who promise the world and it's not quite what they th- they see. So when you're telling them that you've got a good idea, usually the answer from anyone I say that to is, oh yeah, show me. You have to prove your point so that, that influence and is really at the heart of soft skills that you need. And yeah, it's, it's, it can be a struggle. It's, there's almost a salesy aspect to it, no matter what line you're in.
0: Oh, one, one of the things that you mentioned is you have to work with different lines of business, different businesses. I'm assuming that there's a certain networking that also needs to occur so that you have experts that you can reach out to when you need to. How important is networking within cybersecurity? It's personally
1: going, coming out of the army and reskilling and retraining. It's been absolutely critical being able to ring someone, drop someone an email and just say, oh, I've got this opportunity. Does it sound good to you? Does it, does that sound like a reasonable thing that would happen whilst you gather your, your experience, you understand these scenarios, and then being able to reciprocate that back and help other people get in. I was going to say younger people, but it's almost irrelevant, actually. I do. It's Whoever's coming in needs that help and advice, and the more people you help, the bigger your network, so when it comes to it, you have that to fall back on,
0: because no one's experience is limitless, it covers everything. Oh. You mentioned it's not just young people, it's anyone. What advice would you give to future cybersecurity leaders? Look in the places you wouldn't think to find people.
1: Uh, they, I don't know if it's uh, transmitted to the Pond, but during the lockdown here, the prime minister out that everyone should be reskilling to cybersecurity and was heavily derided for it as a ridiculous premise on how people were going to find work whilst they were furloughed. But the the background almost doesn't matter. The more diverse, the better. So someone's come coming in from HR is going to have a real understanding of how people work and what works for people, and that be able to help you with that human risk element, whatever the background and the age is irrelevant as well. Everyone's got something to offer, and I've been yeah I've been stunned how close minded people can be about oh we haven't done. 10 years on a service desk, so you can't possibly understand how you're going to support someone having a security instance on a laptop. Yeah. Okay. Did you, in those 10 years, did you ever touch any EDR tools? Oh no, I wasn't allowed to do that. In which case you've got zero relevant experience apart from you. You're fairly nifty at remote support. Is I think people imagine they start on the back foot, but actually everyone's probably starting from about the same baseline.
0: Just one last question. You're in a very popular field supporting a very popular sport. What are some of those challenges that come along with that? So the level of visibility is something I probably wasn't ready for when I
1: took the job. So the perfection that you have to achieve and you say, oh, you have a discussion with business leaders and say, oh, which ones are we prioritizing out of confidentiality, integrity and availability? The answer is all of them. The level you're performing to is much higher than I imagined. But at the same time, they carry through that. Working in sport seems to carry through into the office in that you're expected to work together as a team. Right? Everyone's trying the hardest all the time. So it's, yeah, but it does come with some rather strange challenges like people flying drones in stadiums that I probably wouldn't
0: have. Yeah, someone always wants a better view. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on to breaking into cybersecurity leadership and sharing your advice and feel free to, to share this with others. And for those breaking into the field, if you have a great story, feel free to reach out as well. And thank you for everyone joining us today. Thanks very much